0: Welcome to Talking Joe with Chief and Ben. I'm Chief, I'm here with my buddy Ben. We're going to be taking you the thrills and spills and the world of G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, the comic. Nice. Hey, hey, hey! You're not seeing things, well, you are seeing things. You're seeing five of the most handsome dudes this side of, um, I don't know. And me jabber's palace uh yeah uh that's right it's talking joe one hundo they said it couldn't be done they said it shouldn't be done but we went ahead and did it and we've got the the five guys who made it happen right here so sound off
1: oh do do you want us to turn the sound off okay cool that's actually a good idea guys for anyone listening now is a great opportunity to turn your sound off
0: Yeah, listen for 90 minutes on mute
2: Then you should go first because he was the first. He was your first ex-wife.
0: How you doing? What are you up
2: to? How's it going, guys? Happy 100. I I can't believe uh, Chief has made it. And he's got (laughs) his four evil exes here. Like a Scott Pilgrim comic or something.
3: If we're going to date, you may have to defeat my seven evil exes. You have seven evil ex-boyfriends? Seven evil exes, yes. And I have to fight? Defeat. Defeat your seven evil exes if we're going to continue to date? Pretty much.
0: Do we all, Are you going to make us all like fight? Well, and then someone did post a question know who would win in a knife fight. So that was one of the questions from the listeners. Yeah, not, not question. I'm,
1: I'm telling you now, not me in a knife fight. That would be. I think
0: Mark actually, you 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 posted some responses to that, Mark. Anyway, didn't you?
1: Yeah. Do you want to hear them now?
0: Yeah, go on, go on, read them out.
4: So starting with the first, it would be Ben would just enthuse about how knives, how great knives were when he was young back in the <laughs> days, and, oh. <laughs> and then. Sounds about right. Uh, Chris uh, would uh, just come out with, like, you know, an encyclopedic knowledge of, like, rare UK knife <laughs> variants. <laughs> That's not uh, true. S. <laughs> Jobs would, uh, would dress up a... a as uh, Stitch and, and have a, an, an unboxing of uh, <laughs> his favourite knives live uh, on his YouTube stream. <laughs> and uh, Chief would just come up with a massive Excel list of every knife <laughs> ever uh, and writing them all. Spritchy, yeah. And and I just wouldn't be asked until, you know, everyone else had had their go and there's no one else left to <laughs> get involved <laughs> with this
1: knife thing. Yeah. You'd monkey wrench yeah. it, wouldn't you? You'd wait Chief, for the, the battle to be over. A and then... I do love a spreadsheet, buddy. You
0: love a spreadsheet, uh, we just started a new spreadsheet, me and Ben. Uh, we've gone back to playing Star Wars Battlefront 1, and we're now recording our kills, deaths, and scores. The kill-to-death ratio is not in our favour, I'll be honest. No, it's <laughs> not. And also, up, There's a, there's something called Try Hard Gamers on that game, which is apparently a new term to me, and it's apparently professional competitive players. There's only about 50 of them left on that on those servers playing that game, but we seem to end up in a game with them all the time. Yeah,
2: I think it's another case of Chief finding something that... Is fundamentally good and fun, uh, than just dry humping it to death, killing it, tearing <laughs> its pieces, and just moving on. And, ruining it, <laughs> and ruining this it, man gets ruining ruining it it for hobbies. other people as well. Yeah. How can yeah, we yeah, that's, take that's the any, any all
4: joy out of this thing?
2: <laughs> yeah, you don't just ruin your own hobbies; you ruin other people's. Yeah. So yeah. Well, and you, that, that's the mantra life. for Talking
1: Joe, actually. I think. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he
0: witnessed it. That should it be nine. in
1: Latin <laughs> under the
2: badge. <laughs>
0: About an hour ago, Ben witnessed it live. We had a little game on Battlefront, and um, I got my balls in a vice. A yeah, he bite. was getting his
2: balls busted and, um, by Louise,
0: and yeah, it was Yeah, she great. was like Evelyn was watching a game of me playing Battlefront, and um, Learning. Louise came in and went mental, basically saying, why are you letting her watch this? This is so inappropriate, blah, blah, blah. I heard it. It was great. Amazing. Yeah, you were live we on should, the other
2: end. We should pipe that audio in. I mean, that should be a new <laughs> segment for the show chief gets his balls in advice yeah just dude get on on your iphone just get audio notes next time she's going at you just hit that record yeah that's good for two reasons that's good for podcasting but we'll also stand up in a court of law I'll if it, what, if it gets to that,
1: I'm just excited for the jingle that will come out of that one.
2: Chief yeah. gets taught a balls lesson.
4: In a, balls
0: <laughs> <in> a, <vine. laughs> a lesson.
4: What saying? What's he do, you, what do, you do?
0: <laughs> um, diagnostic. Balls in advice. Yes. Diagnostic. How are you? You're a busy, busy man. Thank you for taking the time out here. What have you been up to?
1: Uh, I just finished editing a few minutes ago. Like, I'm oh, not even editing. I actually uploaded the edit that I did. I was up all night with it, pretty much. So, okay. Yeah, I'm going to come been... to you
0: quick. I'm going to come to you quickly. I will go to the other guys. Ben won't care about this. S-Jubs won't care about this. Mark will have an opinion. You'll have an opinion. Um, i um, First lunch. Friday, Flint and Lady J, uh, classified views?
1: 100% love them.
0: I've seen them, Chief. Yeah, saying? I know, but you're I'm not, not bothered. You're not collecting. I'm just saying you're not bothered. Just because I'm not buying them doesn't mean a man's not bothered <laughs> about something. Okay, all right, fine, fine. But uh, good choices. And Hasbro seem to have learned a little bit from uh, feedback from the peeps buying them because there's not too much of that gold trim stuff and...
1: That actually, that actually kind of phased out after the first wave, pretty much. And right. I think um, we, I had an interview with Lenny, the designer, drop, name drop, Clang. And uh, he um, basically explained that, you know, there was a lot of feedback and them like looking at forums and, and, and fan reactions and stuff. And they, they kind of phased that back a little bit. So yeah, he, uh, he kind of, I think he, he explained it as wanting the first wave to be kind of like premium. Uh, that kind of like you know brand new fresh looking and and so the gold was kind of added to it to kind of give it a very high-end feel um and then i i'm you know i in i think though that you know it was it was phased out basically though but particularly
0: but good, on the good choice gun. of figures yeah totally <laughs> Flint, the golden yeah. joes
3: The
5: ceremony! Guys, oh, I see really people with beverages in problem. hands. Oh, are, we, are we having a toast just yet? Oh, yeah, go on then. It's just, on, then. It's just
1: the morning.
5: Bloody well, hope so. Oh, what's he got here? <laughs> a little bit of sparkling wine. Yes! Since, since all my friends are in the computer, I shall be Bubbly. chugging it on my own.
2: Okay, yeah, you're all of to your friends. Hang on, hang on. Beer there, I then. want that cork to go. Go on, Stephen. Are oh. we all oh. of your friends? Did you just yeah, say? Yeah, oh. they're all now virtual. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. got a brew dog.
1: Cheers. All right.
0: Well, nice. chin, chin, boys. Happy 100. Oh, talking yeah. Show. I, I toast this. I toast this episode with a pint of wee. <laughs>
2: oh goodness me! Chug, <laughs> chug, chug. Drinking chug. it now. That'll put hairs on your chest. Oh. <laughs> it will probably put
1: hairs on other people's chests. Is that <laughs> strong?
0: Um, I probably yeah. Look, that will yeah. probably well. cure COVID. All right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the cure. That's why I don't have COVID. Drink your own weed. Um, no, it
1: won't. It won't cure COVID. It will mutate it into something even more COVID twenty.
0: S Jubbs, how are you? Straight from the bottle, mm. looking good. Yes, straight from the bottle. Uh, well, like I say, I've got no one to share it with,
5: guys. So, and besides, I, you there know, you I'm drinking for two because the wife ain't drinking.
0: <laughs> I was oh, going to say just... your
2: your wife might have been saving that to wet the baby's head with, and you've just. Blasted it open on the 100th anniversary of Talking Joe. Yeah, Not a cheap and cheerful
5: $7 bottle, Ben, my friend. Oh, no, no was... you're going to get something. <laughs> Shit. Okay. You could have
1: christened a boat with that.
5: The hangover <laughs> is going to christen a boat. Anyways, how am I? Great, guys. I've just celebrated a birthday. Um, Show and tell three, three, two, time. One. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Chief. You can stay. Check this bad boy out. It's oh. so oh. beautiful so beautiful steven spielberg presents back to the future a robert zemeckis film marty leads an ordinary life
0: no mcfly ever
4: amounted
5: to anything in the history of hill valley history is going to change and 1985 is not his year but dr
2: brown is about to change all that
1: are you telling me you built a time machine what? This,
3: what is is the
2: play- this is the Playmobil. <laughs> oh, the Playmobil! It's the Playmobil one, yeah. Oh, so. it's so nice, guys! Yeah. And they're giving that license out to anyone nowadays.
5: Ah, oh, but Playmobil is such a high quality product. They did
2: very, very right by. You it. seen the 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 Necker toys that they? Hey, well, oh, that's cool. Them.
5: It's very yeah, red. Right. Yeah, Does it neck, get up to eighty-eight?
1: Yeah. Does it get up to eighty-eight miles an hour or?
5: maybe on a downslope. i'll try it yeah, out tomorrow. maybe at window. rubber tires, pal. and of course they,
2: oh, they hover, flip. Nice. hover mode. In oh, days. So it's the mr yeah. fusion one, is it? Nice. We're, we're going
1: oh. we don't need chodes. yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
2: it
5: is what you make of it, ben. i mean you know this can be uh, back to the future part one or two. it's got the old fishing rods that you can jam in the back there. yeah. Oh, man, hot Jeez. rods fishing rod. Thing of beauty. I really have to pick up the Playmobil advent calendar to get all the additional accessory pieces. Oh well. and things. Oh man, they screwed I got...
1: you there, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking
5: hell, money makers! I got one of these. First one I've oh,
2: ever. Oh, special core.
1: Don't nobody well. call it Steel Brigade. <laughs> oh, did you
2: do a video? Did you do a video on that dude? I S- did, and I yeah, saw what's that. More, have you guys brilliant. seen
1: these? Yeah, the the, uh, the kind repros. of repro cards. They're brilliant, aren't they?
5: That's my freaking name up there. You can't yeah. see it already. But it's Steven Jabbard, the steel, I mean, the, what do you call it, Chris?
1: Special Corps.
5: Special <laughs> Corps member, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's, so, you're right, it's, it's Steel
1: Brigade, but it's amazing.
5: Good toys, good toys, boys. Anyway, yeah, S- else? S- girls, some is, show that, and tell?
2: is that the save up your tokens and send away, dude? It is. And then you give that, them the information, though?
5: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you'd fill out this yeah. sort of pro forma, like I never fields. got mine. <laughs> No, neither did I, but I, I think I was a bloody idiot. I mean, nine years old and yeah, I thought they would honestly send one to South Africa. <laughs> 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 Joke's on me. But anyways, uh, finally got mine. And nice.
1: Wicked, Actually, wicked. Um, that was my favorite figure as a kid because I thought it was me. <laughs> <clears throat>
5: yeah, um, It's an interesting Blanche. line of question. I mean, who is this? Do you army build them? Do you treat it as you? Like, I think you treat it as you. Take. Yeah, Yeah, but, but it's such a faceless legion in most people's imagination that, like, how do you treat it as you if there's an identical, you know, b- brigade yeah. of them?
1: Effectively, it's lots of people, therefore army builders, isn't it, pretty much? So uh, it's, just, it's just an easy way for Hasbro to say, hey, kids, yeah. get this and pay five quid for it. And, you know,
5: I guess, practically speaking, the only person army building these is Mr. Bobby Vela. The rest of us have to make do with a paltry one or, I don't know, not even. Anyways, yeah, who's I've next? five. Uh. Modern?
1: <laughs> Funky Bunch. Oh, the modern like ones? I've got member. twelve of the modern ones. <laughs>
0: yeah, Of course, at least. Um, Funky Bunch, latest member of the Talking Joe crew, still with us after five episodes. You're going well. Uh, Cobra Commander's joined the fray, but uh, how are you Funky Bunch?
4: <laughs> I'm alright, I've got my special uh, Snake Eyes hoodie on. Today. Oh, nice. Oh, so I have to take my earphones out to do this, actually. And you'll have to shut the hell up. What does it zip all the way up? Does it? <laughs>
3: that's oh, amazing. Right.
0: Oh, go.
4: my God.
0: Yeah, that's wicked. Treat rat.
4: <laughs> so, yeah. There we go. He's doing well. I'll get you Cobra Commander in <laughs> sign language.
2: You could definitely I'll hold up you. a spa <laughs> with that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's wicked, that's wicked. That
2: what's Cobra the... Commander lid is fantastic. Uh, what's the RRP on that, and what's the deal?
0: 20, yeah. How do we get
2: one? That's a target, 20. what is that? Hang on. Is uh, that a target I've, uh, removed.
1: I've removed my headphones, so I can't hear you guys properly.
2: Doesn't look like um, it's something you can Basically, it gay. is a uh,
1: GameStop, uh, I think a GameStop exclusive, because I haven't seen it anywhere else. This and a Snake Eyes one, which I've got on order, which is coming soon. And they retail for I think 120. I think it was 119.99. Uh, that. Yeah, that's, and they come. I, look, I didn't realize look, it, it
0: was with, new. I thought it was like quite old. But that's a new one, is it? Yeah, it comes with this really cool stand as well, which
1: is uh, pretty dope. Hang on, let me just show you. Well, you've so got you got, got, got good the, uh... visual through the the oh, other right. way, the two way. Yeah, it's uh, it's a yeah it's a, it's a one way, so uh, you can see out of you can't see out of it, but yeah, everyone can see your face. No, it's <laughs> the like sort of
3: glass shield. <laughs> with the blast shield down i can't even see how am i supposed to fight yeah
1: exactly you can see out of it it's like if i do this you might be able to get uh, yeah you can see it's oh yeah yeah, like, yeah
0: yeah yeah. wicked
1: you can yeah see quite clearly through it and then the other side is that kind of mirrored kind of thing but you can when i had the light on me last night uh doing the uh, full force weekly episode uh you could literally see my face like clear as day through it. it was the, <laughs> it was the funniest thing it's it's beautiful and it's got the the kind of stripe on top which uh, larry hammer described as a uh, and like you, this is where the c4 is kept so if anyone tries to tamper with the device the c4 goes off
3: uh, only larry i always could...
5: question the logic of having your leader's head explode <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's he's walking around day to day
0: with C four packed <laughs> in his helmet. Right, we've all well, we've all been there,
1: mate. We've all been there.
0: Man, um, no, you've got the Boba Fett helmet. You, I thought you were going to go down a train of getting these life size replica helmets at one point.
2: No, but I'm going to get the the Black Series um, Rebel Pilot helmet. That looks really good too.
0: Oh yeah, know, it looks gorgeous.
2: I don't know how what other ones they do, Chief. I think it's just Boba Fett and that one. I think they all do right. a a Boba Fett like a Prototype. prototype one, which I actually think looks quite, you know, it's quite cool. The white one. Mm. Boba Fit. Boba Fit. <laughs> Me and Chief talk about that pretty much daily. Boba. Yeah, it's like a correct. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, Boba nah. Fett. Just between the two of you, I think. Mm. Um, listen. Um, no comics to talk about this week, but we're going to have a little stab, a little dig into GI Joe the movie. So let's have a, some discussion about that, and then we can have a general chit-chat about G.I. Joe stuff afterwards and thoughts on Talking Joe and, you know, favourite moments and stuff from the show, favourite jingles, etc. But let's dig into the movie. I haven't, I I watched it yesterday and I hadn't seen it probably for about 25 years. Jeez, man, I watch it so, every day. So clearly, clearly not a bona fide G.I. Joe fan here. Now, i if you'd have asked me prior to yesterday what my thoughts on the movie were, I would have said, I didn't, don't think I even liked it as a kid. Maybe liked it a bit more as I was into my teens, then rebelled against Cobra La for a while and then got back on board. Went in yesterday expecting to maybe give it two stars out of five. I came out giving it four stars out of five. Yay! And, yes, and we, I credit I, I credit that to two things. Number one, and I spoke to Ben about this offline, is I have no real sentimentality or nostalgia for that movie because Just I had not actually watched it for ages and don't remember really watching it as a kid. So I'm almost separated from it. So it wasn't a childhood thing that suddenly it was down on. It was like a new, fresh thing. And the second thing I credit my enjoyment to is having recently reread the Tom Sholley transformers gi joe comic book series that me and s jubs did a did a podcast on and this is very much in that mold of just being wacky wild falls out the bathtub crazy um and that really resonated with me and that's why i i really enjoyed it but um was it buzzing your berries then buzzing my berries uh pumping lucky if you got any berries left my friend advice yeah, but um <laughs> i know i know a couple of guys on here might not be so keen on it and a couple of guys might be quite high on it so um ben i know you told me this is turd no I, well bit of context so
2: hasbro um so they made transformers the movie and they made i think my little pony and they released them both uh, at the cinema in I think 1986 yeah. a th- a th- thinking that they, they had a couple of hit machines on their hands and they <laughs> they actually bombed and I think the core Transformers audience were not happy with them killing Optimus Prime off, were they? But I Kids think, were crying
1: in the theatres, weren't they, apparently? I think really? G.I.
2: Joe, yeah. G.I. Joe the movie was actually um, kind of being made before transformers came out and transformers yeah. actually stole the idea of of uh killing prime from killing duke yeah oh,
0: right
2: yeah but then because it went down like a shit sandwich they yeah. were like oh god we can't release this at, this at the cinema and also we cannot kill duke um but anyway have
1: you seen the original the script for the whole the bit where it's like when when he takes the snake to the wind sorry spoiler alert guys When Duke takes the snake to the heart, Um, there's a whole script that actually explains what should have been the case, and (laughs) a script about his funeral. And the funeral part is mind-blowingly bonkers. Like it's like a sci-fi kind of funeral thing where they have where they have his coffin on like um, like uh, like jets or something. Like you know, like like kind of flying. It was honestly, it's so weird. You just have to read it. Uh, wow. but um, out there you can kind of well, search for it but what it. made
0: what made you then not particularly like it as much as you probably
3: well, just I, did I,
2: yeah I mean I've seen it hundreds of times as a kid and then obviously a long time without watching it and I just think it's one of those roulette things of sometimes you go back to stuff and you wish that maybe you didn't go back to it and I went back to it and I, I just really struggled with it But I do love the cartoon, and I do love um, Arise, Penta Arise, and Pyramids of Darkness. Yes. And I tended to watch those a lot more than I did the movie. Bit more boots on the ground. I just, with the movie, I know that you like zany, but I don't necessarily think that's coming from, like, a super creative, amazing place. I think it's coming from more of a sort
0: of corporate place of trying to shift toys. Right, well, to me, that was almost irrelevant. If it was... Um, it came across just as but bonkers they, storytelling, which I, but, which but I Cobra actually Commander,
2: enjoyed. They, they, they tear Cobra Commander like they That's give brilliant. him this. Once,
0: was backstory. a man. Was a man. A amazing. Man.
2: I guess if you treat it as like a sort of else world thing, that makes it a little bit easier to take. Um, you know the intro with like New York and stuff. It's like yeah. three minutes. Chris, is that is that a concept to a different film or a, a scene that was? There's no way <coughs> they spent no, that that was, that, money.
1: Gonna be, that was going to be well they well they did in the end for the intro but it was going to be a scene in the film that was that was going to be like amazing. it was going to be an opening scene where they had that battle but what they they decided to do instead was to have it as an intro instead and they but it, it was i mean that would that would have been in like i think storyboard phase anyway so like they probably would it would have been an intro it, it, it doesn't like as it as we see it now none of that was going to be used as a as the battle i think that was you right. know that, the plan was that we're going to have this battle at the beginning and that was going to lead into the car the kind of movie cartoon thing i think actually it was a, it was one where buzz dixon had written it um he'd written something completely different for the joe movie pretty much and then that's when hasbro came in and said we need this 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 and this doing and it was like cobra La and, and all that stuff and we need to make yeah. it so that this is so he, buzz had to like really i don't know like juggle his way through this new kind of write-up and uh, and i think yeah that that they kept that particular battle um because they thought it was really cool and they just used it for it an cool. intro instead and just yeah it's the, most... the just scene just i mean very quickly. it's the story so
0: far is that enough filling in a mince pie or not negative That's too probably much too pastry. much too much
2: pastry man yeah yeah it pastry needs to be thick.
1: consistent doesn't it
2: that all the way like around a, that looks like a sandwich chief yeah mark I mean, where do you to... stand on um gi joe the movie yeah tell us. similar to you ben i think uh uh so quite a lot of
4: nostalgic pang you know twangs to it sort yeah. of watching it sort of you know it's so familiar so much of that dialogue is just, you know completely rememberable and you know you sort of <laughs> almost sort of act along with
2: it, it. it.
3: just <laughs> yeah Shit. pathetic don't bother to unpack
4: uh, yeah classic line and then uh yeah yeah but but actually watch trying to watch it objectively and remove yourself as an adult so yeah i've probably not watched it for the best part of 30 years or something um and it, it, you can kind of see it's a slight like you know slightly more wonky it's it's a lot of fun and very enjoyable but i think probably not the greatest film as for now. <laughs> okay. I put it in okay. my... We're going to fall out. We're gonna I fall probably out
0: put it in my top five animated movies of all time. Easily. And that is that is nothing. Some, that is something I would never have said before yesterday.
2: Yeah, Chief, but I think, Chief, every time you so watch, watch it... Animal Olympics, you're, Every time
0: you watch so it, shit. I think it would lose half a star for you. I don't know, I just like all the characters. I mean, I love Beachhead and it. he is incredible. But okay. the characters don't get any... Falcon's the characters... There are no characters in it, Chief. They don't get any renegades time. they don't get any time to do anything. I disagree myself, s jobs weigh in uh, It's untouchable, thanks to nostalgia right. I can't view yeah, it objectively there is that at th- all.
2: Th- yeah, okay.
5: yeah. Uh, it was my introduction to G i Joe in animated form like GI, <laughs> the reception of G i Joe was very much compartmentalized in South Africa. It didn't all happen at once like we had the toys and they were the sort of latter eighties toys. And then at one lone video rental place, there was G.I. Joe, the movie, which I rented so many times, I'm sure they retired it. So <laughs> that was, that was my tutorial in how to play with G.I. Joe. Problem hmm. is, I didn't have Globulus. I didn't have Pythona. I didn't have a Royal God. Well, no one had Pythona. but I mean, I didn't have any of the core characters of that era. I had Repeater and Shockwave. I didn't have uh, Tunnel Rat and Big Lob. It's like, what do you do? But needless to say, did you now? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, Anyway, it was just a a fascinating (laughs) return to to watch it after all those years, to get it in like DVD format and then show it to my friends who I'd kind of grown up with and played G.I. Joe with. And they were like, what? Beachhead sounds like that? (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, so it still, <laughs> it still resonates massively with you, clearly. Clearly, yes. Look, yeah.
5: it, it also uh, it, was, it occurred to me the other day that it was, for anyone growing up at the time, that was like Cobra's first anthem and probably mm. greatest. I mean, that opening sequence, that music, I'm sure we can all hear it in our minds now.
2: But yeah, prior I can't.
1: All I can hear is the Action Force version.
3: Action Force! International, International.
5: Cobra still Cobra in Action Force Chris. Come on, baby. Yeah, but it's
1: the the theme tune's completely different. It's just literally the uh the, the Casio what? keyboard. Action version. Force
5: is there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I... And it's instrumental for most of it as well, until like right now. Yeah, yeah. Bizarre. Okay. So I, I was
4: well, doing when I was doing my research uh, online to see what you know people people are making of it. Or there was a few comments dotted about the internet saying that the Action Force version of the uh, theme was was better, and that the the words "full force scan" better. And I was wondering to myself
1: as I was reading them, is is are these breadcrumbs that Chris has left? on the, <laughs> the internet I will say though, I think the the standard series <laughs> intro theme is better. Uh, Action Force. I don't. I'm not a massive fan of the kind of of super laid-back jazzy style of the original theme um, but right. the action force like you know the do, 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 and like all the kind of laser sounds and stuff like that i much prefer it i find it like more exciting and, more, and i think you know obviously nostalgia plays a big part in that too <fums>
3: Are there Action Force will dare. Action Force
4: Action Force is the codename for a highly trained rapid and violent force. Its purpose to defend human freedom against Cobra, a ruthless terrorist organization. Action Force international heroes Action Force will
3: dare. Action Force
1: But I think the G.I. Joe thing is just like it's just so like you know
3: boom jing
1: it's just like, yeah. you know, it just kind of like rolls along like, i fight for freedom, wherever. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, it's okay. But then the Action Force one was like, doo, 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 doo. you know, it's like really in your face and like the guy's screaming at you. Like, and it's, <laughs> you know, it, it's, I just, I, I don't know. I prefer that. I prefer being screamed in my face than, uh, <laughs> than, than gently rolled along.
0: <laughs> so how, how, did, how did this movie play when it came out? I guess straight to home video was it received well or was what was the response like
1: well the video right. the vhs was hugely well received like it was massively popular it sold out in, in uk stores um, in, in the states was the same deal like kids were trying to get hold of it and it was it wasn't like difficult to get hold of because it was generally quite readily available for like you know for rental for purchase uh, you can mail away for it as well. I think in some cases, so it was. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I believe the the actual VHS itself, and it was syndicated in the states too. So it was on like yeah, quite often. And I believe we got it on Sky Movies. Um, I can't think of the date, but it would have been it would have been late eighties, early nineties, and it was the GI Joe version. And sometimes, in some cases, that half and half version, where it's oh. half dubbed and half not. Um,
5: oh, I've got a copy of that. It's yeah, very, very disconcerting. Kind of snaps me out every time when it's like I think Sergeant Slabber!
1: The- <laughs> I think it's <laughs> round about where Duke gets the snake in his heart. I think totally. that point when it when it phases into the next. Um, uh, what would you call it, Stephen? Not like scene, but like the next act.
5: Uh, yeah, yeah. Act-
1: though I think I think the the briefing where Serpento
5: was telling the Strato Vipers that they will be. The first ones to kind of wipe out Action Force. That's, that's cool. when it flips. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. So what's what's incidentally some ho- what's... my favourite sequence of the film is when the renegades. Oh, well, that's the what I was going to
0: say. Um... Even
1: big bad cobras need air conditioning. <laughs> what's, uh, <laughs> what's
0: what's some favourite scenes then? If even the two guys who aren't perhaps as high on it as the rest of us.
3: Oh, they still. I mean, oh, I mean, come on. there's have some bits
0: it. that still, you know, get you get you a bit tweaked. Yeah, I, st- <laughs> I mean, I, I still love it. But I've also got this other half of my brain which
4: is saying, this is a bit silly, come on.
0: Yeah, but you <laughs> like the Tom Scholey Transformers G.I. Joe book, and this is exactly that, just in animated <laughs> rather than on the print page. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I think just, you know, I there's, really there's like probably just an ideal version of the film that probably
4: exists, that sort of skews close, slightly closer to the comics that just doesn't exist anywhere.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't there's like what they do do with Cobra Commander at all. He's enough for me. I, I just don't Mm. They should have made it, um, maybe they should have made it for someone that was watching G.I. Joe for the first time and really strip it back and kind of set it all up, you know? The, it's it's very thing- much mid-flow, isn't it? It really does feel like a continuation of the the cartoon. Yeah, it, it absolutely. Cuts, it cuts straight into it. But I do like all the hanging around scenes when they're in the, when they're in the snow. Oh, yeah. Um, I love all that. In and the their layers, t- which, oh, yeah. I- with the the bet chief who we actually called someone that um there's there's stuff to be there's stuff to like in it for sure it's more it's more me watching it now i just uh, struggle i struggle with it in a way that i don't with transformers the movie you know i mm-hmm. still buzz off of that hard i, I don't know um, i just
1: i i think i think because i haven't there's been no break for me i've watched it <laughs> constantly since i was a kid yeah. Going, you know, I've had it on VHS and I watched it until VHS. We didn't have a VHS player pretty much, which was probably into 2001. So like <laughs> I was watching that thing a lot and, you know, seeing it on, on TV and, and you know, whatever, uh, digital. Uh, and I just haven't stopped. And I, I, I don't know what it is. I don't have that same feeling because I, because I see it as an animated children's movie. I don't see it as something that an adult necessarily needs to, and I think that has a long, a big aspect to it, because I'm very immature. <laughs> I'm very, like, I'm always kind of... I, I think I'm always going to be the same eight-year-old kid inside. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, I don't think that will change. I still wear Toys R Us hats and, like buy toys by the, the yeah, mate, you're
5: play. in you're in yeah. good company right here I, come on we're five old boys <laughs> who play with our gi joes come but on I think,
2: I think with regards to that some, sometimes it is like that and most of the times it is and on this occasion unfortunately it wasn't and it kind of upset me a bit but um yeah. maybe I, yeah. I think
1: is there an, is there an element there where you're putting it on a pedestal from that from that Era and then when you come back to see it, you're like it doesn't quite reach the potential that you thought it did I found the same thing actually with Thundercats. Uh, I find that's like it's a again intro of absolute perfection the cartoon I don't always necessarily think lives up to that intro Um, or not Mm. always some some of the episodes are brilliant and but some of them I really struggle with And I don't find that with GI with action force or GI Joe and I'm not sure why that's the case um, there it has to be is. something in there that, that there is a quality in it that speaks to me in some way, shape or form. And that's not to say that you should ex- you should accept that that quality speaks to me at all. Um, but that, That's I, why I'm
2: th- worried about Chief, because he's just come into this cold and his berries are buzzing from it. <laughs> so, so he's got, it's like, holy smoke. I think
5: yeah. if I may speak for you, Chief, I think... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> perhaps uh you of the, bit...
1: the lobster <laughs>
5: <laughs> perhaps it's a little bit of harm or burnout like our primary gi joe scribe who was so responsible for this grounded gi joe world this approach that we got in the comic books that everyone Lunatic. is so enamored <laughs> with as like the canon of gi joe perhaps it's made you really thirst for the more outlandish takes
2: yes Chief is zany now.
5: Yeah, beautiful. He's getting way more zany in his older age, I'm surprised age, he doesn't have his, his Nike headband on, man. That's hipster deluxe. But I yeah, was to ask, do... where does everyone break on Cobra Law? That is a big it. sticking point with G.I. Joe the
2: movie. If you hate Cobra Law, you hate the movie, that's it. It's dead. I didn't too. even... I didn't hate it as a kid. I was... I do remember watching it as a kid and being disappointed where it was going. I was like, oh, what's all of this? This isn't, I don't have these toys. I think Ah. when Nemesis Enforcer
1: hits the screen though and he like busts open that Havoc with his elbow. (laughs) Yeah. His elbow claw. (laughs) I was he like, picks it up, doesn't he? Holy picks crap! Yeah, he shakes it and he and he, he grabs Snowjob by the ankle, pulls him out of the under underneath the thing, and throws him. And then Snowjob lands in a way that makes his ass look really sexy. Have you ever seen that before? <laughs> Go back and watch that mm-hmm. bit. There's this bit when the the camera pans and Snowjob's butts just like, ooh, check that out! It's amazing. Never confused. Never confused. Never
0: confused. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think there's something in that, um, especially because I feel a general GI Joe burnout not just from the comics I think having you know credit to, verse, isn't it all credit, all credit to s jobs and um, diagnostic that they've been doing it for x amount of years I think now having done a hundred episodes of this show and um, having got back into uh, action figures by buying the Joe Classified line and all that jazz. Keith would
5: like to announce his retirement from GI Joe podcasting.
0: Happy one hundred, <laughs> no, everybody! No, no, I'm just true. fed that's, up with that's, it, that's, that's true. Once we once once we get to like end of Snake Hunt issue two seven is hey, five. Hey, hey time, I beg your be pardon. You kiss your mother be, with that mouth. Be
1: careful when you say that. Okay, <laughs> try and separate the words a bit. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> um,
0: if you're saying like, the comic isn't zany enough I'm, for you at the yeah. moment, no, I'm just saying I I don't think Larry has been the best for quite a long time now, and um, I'm finding the issues more of a chore to read and kind of where the place where S Jobs was, I guess you know five, six, seven weeks ago, and Lost I think his job, I think <laughs> I think a um, foreign country. So watching this movie was was. Quite invigorating. It was quite refreshing. You know, something, something different, something new, and it, and, you know... Well, Chief, you should watch the whole cartoon. You should watch the whole show. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I that's the next podcast.
5: People give G.I. Joe the movie a hard time for its zaniness, but like, if you're going to go down the cartoon rabbit hole, <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. having spores mutate the entire human race is a pretty dark and macabre master scheme. Yep. Gigantic vegetables... <laughs> not so much. Uh, a, a, a device that controls the weather, mm, okay. Uh, a device that can make the Eiffel Tower disappear. Yeah. I mean G.I. Joe the movie does up the stakes. But, say what yeah. you will about it in terms of the like the base level of the cartoon it takes it to 11. Yeah. I love what, it. What happened I love the macabre parts. What happened post- performance just it just sends chills down my spine yeah, sorry yeah. anyways continue, like it is the most tortured voice work I to this day I've ever heard what? when he's exposed what? to the what's sports.
3: no! no!
2: no! <laughs>
0: Jeez, dude hardcore. Yeah. and then I mean, when you know that yeah. roadblock the roadblock thing when they you know teams up uh, to get away that's all that's all fantastic stories. tell
3: me man up. what's going down?
0: Oh, Jesus. This is wild. Faceplate like, falls I, I away. Can't, I can't
2: get there. I just can't get there with it. Ugh. Come on. Help me finish off. What happened post this movie? Did, was there another season of the cartoon, or was that it? I wanted to think. ask this question. This is where Sunbow ends.
5: So, gentlemen... <laughs> no surprise. <laughs> off the, off the <laughs> bat of G.I. Joe the movie... <laughs> like if you were to to try and come up with where
2: where does the GI Joe series co- go from there? Fucking Snake Land! I don't know. <laughs> crazy. Did, did, did,
1: you Commander- did you never see the did you never see the Deeks series, Ben? No, I did not. Because that basically that not really that follows up from the film. Uh, Cobra Commander is restored back to his human form course and um scoop is an undercover cobra agent who then back defects back to gi defects to gi joe um there's lots but it but the the actual series itself is so low quality like Ah. the the animation kind of drops a little bit the um the storylines the voice acting it all kind of goes a little bit south and
2: or north
5: production moved to canada that's why
2: (laughs) they cheaped out man i love don johnson as um, lieutenant falcon though that's
5: wild this is what i want to ask like if there had been a sunbow season immediately following gi joe the movie it probably i mean what deke did chris i'm sure you'll agree is it quickly like eroded every you know everything that the movie had kind of set as a precedent it 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 quickly returned to like a base level of gi joe versus cobra no cobra law and cobra commander's back in charge I mean that it completely disregards his his like mutant snake man origin because you can see in the eye slits he's he's a human again. Um, anyways if we had falcon at the helm jinx is his girl duke possibly dead I don't know like if they'd stuck to their guns and kept him killed off uh,
2: what then? yeah I think it'd have
1: been. I think it'd have been really cool, honestly. Again, yeah. Buzz Dixon has written another. He's written a book or like an episode to follow on from the movie, and uh, I think it's called like uh, the most dangerous man. Most in the dangerous. World. That's it. That's it. Most oh. dangerous man in the world. And um, yeah, that's, that's really cool. That's that's a lot of fun as well. Like you know, and you could see where he wanted to go with the cartoon. Um, well, geez, where you it, get where on it didn't go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. So I was well, just, just looking at some questions. We had a load of um, questions come in from the listeners, and one of them was related to um, who would you voice. Um, Yorktown Joe actually said, if the group did voiceovers for a G.I. Joe cartoon episode, which character would each of you want to voice? I've got mm-hmm. mine. Okay, go on.
1: Thrasher.
0: I was going <laughs> to say, I, probably a dreadnought for me. don't know which one, but they just
1: Pretty seem buzzer. like the
2: easiest one.
1: I'd be Thrasher because I want to go... Surrender! I didn't know it was you. That's what. Uh, Were <laughs> you do doing you that while do? Kate was
5: cosplaying, actress, yes, constantly. constantly? That is a great line.
2: Seriously.
1: And she threw me in the water as well. Beautiful.
2: <laughs> what, what, what would you do, Chief? Oh, don't know. Um, roadblock,
0: probably. Like like rhyming. I don't know. Well, I did do I did do her roadblock jingle with uh, S jubs Block with and HBO. blood. There you go. I'm big, I'm bad, I'm hitting Marvin Elf. Qualified French hot cuisine chef. Busting out tunes in the local church choir. Now check out my homie, he's such a live wire.
4: Blood by name and blood by nature. Sebastian so to my friends, but you can call me Major. My mind is tactical, a shiny steel
5: trap. So don't get in my way or give me none of your crap.
2: You probably just do the entire intro
0: sequence and write a few songs. You just <laughs> right. score the whole thing. Write
1: the theme tune, sing the
3: theme yeah. tune.
0: That yeah. was actually that was actually another question. Uh, what's your favourite jingle? Because I counted up, I think there's been over twenty jingles on Talking Joe. Blimey! And it seems like I hogged hogged all the limelight of singing them all. Uh, couldn't get you out of the booth. for me um, on some of them, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I I it, it, as a point of fact, what what is has anyone got a favourite jingle? Action online? figure fiasco.
3: Action figures, we all love them. We all love them. Action figures, oh yeah. They bring us joy in our daily lives. Bring us joy. Action figures, yeah. Evoking memories from our childhood. Childhood. Now we're grown and we just can't stop Just can't stop buying plastic till our wallets pop pop, pop pop When will it end? Who can say Who can say Cause action figures are part of our DNA 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 Some people say maybe we've gone a little wacky But action figures bring us joy like a rainbow rainbow. They are so hot like a splash of Tabasco Now Now it's time for action figure fiasco Now it's time for action figure fiasco Action that's not a jingle, that's a song. Yeah, for the
0: sheer audacity and gall of playing the that's full a single, thing mate. every <laughs> yeah, episode. Every episode, yeah, you get the two and a half minute that, song every episode. That 15 yeah. second button is just getting mashed, <laughs> I reckon.
2: <laughs> They're like, I've that, already hit that. it, I've hit it three times. But I love the
1: music going. video that accompanies it as well. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Friggin' green screen. Version one
2: music video. There's a oh, are you doing the second versions. one, are you? I like the first one, jeez.
1: No. Very
0: Partridge, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: it's so Partridge.
0: Class. <laughs> um, Damn. We have think... quite a lot of people liking the, the Comic Talk jingles. It's Comic Talk, it's Comic Talk, baby. Chief and Steve discussing like crazy. Larry Harmer riding these bad boys, making sense of the wackiest toys. Listen as we talk about story arcs Making noise louder than junk your box Talking about character motivations And all the various G.I. Joe fun locations Comic talk Larry Harmer Chiefy Two Shoes And it ain't no
3: party like an S Job party um, And
0: the Toy Talk jingles Mark talks about toys ho ho He talks about G.I. Joe he talks about all the toys from the comic book and the animated show. Mark talks about toys. Mark talks about toys. Uh, and snack, snack Attack.
5: Police. Oh, Snack Attackers. Snack
1: Attackers. Snack attack is my favourite, and it will always be my favourite because it's the single greatest achievement of my entire life.
0: Snack, Snack, Snack Attacker. Chief and Chris like on Solo and Chewbacca. I'm travelling through hyperspace to get some snacks. Na, 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 na. snack
1: snack attacker. snack 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 attacker i was i was when when you because you only sent me the lyrics you just sent me like you singing this song and i'm like this needs some sort of like you know like m- like motorbike revving like you know getting like getting faster and faster kind of thing and then i was playing through like the some key software instrument keyboard sounds and i'm like There you go. There it is. Oh, and I was like getting really excited doing it. It was like, usually I'm just like, oh God. I'm like, i have to listen to Chief again. And this one I'm (laughs) like pumps them out. Jesus, Chris. I I, mean, I was getting a message every week and he was like, he was like, I know you're editing the show right now, but can you squeeze this jingling? I'm like, son of a (laughs) three hours later, after like compiling this, like you know, like trying to find the instrumental for um, uh, Club Tropicana or whatever it was that I used for uh, retro, retro gaming. Oh, yeah, I'm retro
0: gaming. Jank, oh, don't in fact, shaming. I just think I
1: used the intro to it. I don't
0: think it's an instrumental. I think it's just the intro. I'm retro gaming. That's what I'm playing. So don't be shaming, because then you'll be failing. Nintendo Power, not in the shower. Sega for the ages. Ghouls and Ghost Rages, Atari Jaguar, how did it get that far, Sony Playstations, gave me sensations, and now I have to go, and do some retro gaming, I said retro gaming, and I'm out. And, um, and of no help to you, is once S came came on, I actually started sourcing the background uh, music then so you douchebag <laughs> have, have you got have you got any favorites Mark
4: uh, just said snack attack beverage for the show do, 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 do. beverage for
3: the show beverage for the show now I am gonna go
4: do, do. And drink my favorite for the show. Ooh. One that, yeah, once I had the
3: podcast, I'd be sort of just walking down the road to myself. <laughs>
2: Chief, you know, and you can self release stuff. You can, you could, you know, release this stuff. Release this
0: album, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Might li- need a little bit of auto tune at times, but apart from that. <laughs> I had, there, was one, there was one I was doing, and I, was, uh, I kept pinging it to S Jubs, and you kept saying, no, you need to go a little bit higher. You need to go a little bit higher. I did one and he said, Oh, that's too high. You need to come down there. <laughs> Dude,
5: yeah.
0: Yeah. He had Brilliant. his nuts and advice for what sure. Which on one was that? that? I can't remember. That
5: was um uh
0: um the men in black, whatever it was. Oh MVP.
5: <laughs> MVP, yeah. yeah I'm not gonna sing that
0: now, for sure. Um I can't I was trying to find who sent that question in, but I can't find it. I was Make Myler. It actually Make Myler, a friend of the show. You,
1: I tell you what, if you release that album, it would be like one of those now four tape cassette jobs, wouldn't it? Like it would be an absolute heft of an album.
0: <laughs> yeah, because each one, each each thirty second jingle would have to get beefed out into like a three minute tune. So oh, which yeah. is no okay. problem for you.
1: I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> looking forward yeah. to that edit.
0: I look forward You're to like- the cover yeah. and the sleeve notes. <laughs> I said offline. Uh, I don't know if it was to Ben or S um, About a week ago, I think I said um, my plan for 100 is I'm going to write a full song. I'm going to get each <laughs> one of the co-hosts to sing one of the verses, uh, and then obviously... like
1: we are the world.
4: <laughs> yeah. Imagine there's a podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that never actually. No, it no. It's talking Joe.
3: It's talking comics.
0: <laughs> it could work. Um, what are the questions you got there, Chief? All right, uh, well, have you got them to hand as well, Funky Bunch? Because I'm struggling to uh, find an email. Which, which, well, Just we did. What's the- you. The-
1: yeah. Oh, <laughs> chief. This is from Gary. Gary says, what character do you guys feel is the most overlooked in regards to story potential? I'm going to go first. I'm going to say hit and run, because I think he had such amazing, like, a, an amazing write-up in the file card that never really got fleshed out. No, not that that needs to be fleshed out at all, but, like, his... Personality never really got fleshed out. He was in a few special missions, but not really like, you know, he's not not really utilized that often. And I kind of feel takes like he-
5: the prize for the most tragic code name of all when a his parents time. killed in a car accident. Oh, yep. and he's called <laughs> hit and run. Yep, do- oh,
1: burn yeah. skidmark's pretty tragic as well, <laughs> Skidmark, yeah. or treadmark in the UK as we uh, as but I do, always do say. Do you
2: feel like figures from that era did get? Um, lots of time and attention or is he just one of many from that time well he's one that
1: i think i would personally would love to see more of
2: yeah for sure there's a lot lightfoot.
1: of do- yeah. yeah come on chris <laughs> well lightfoot funny enough like people, know, people do uh, like associate it with me because I, I make it as like a personal joke i i cosplayed as him because i thought it would make an amazing cosplay like there's so much mm-hmm. like ridiculous like aspects like the, the the robot drone and the reason I even decided to do a Lightfoot cosplay was because we went into Toys R Us and they had a Nerf Terror Scout on the shelf and I was like I really want that but I couldn't I was kind of thinking what the hell am I going to use a Nerf Terror Scout for which is like a remote controlled <laughs> like gun like fires nerf bullets and it's got a camera on it and you can control all the stuff and you can see it and you can drive it off and like stay where you are and drive it around areas where you don't see it anymore but you've got a camera on it so you can it's amazing so i was thinking that doesn't have
5: a a a, a, a tank tread to it
1: yeah it's got the tank treads and and they and it like that you can brilliant. spin and, and do all it's amazing. Uh, it's it's an incredible toy and it's massive as well. And I thought that would be perfect for Lightfoot's drone, like his little um mind detector drone. Oh, and yeah,
5: thought, dude, as mind blowing as the cosplay was, the drone just pushed it over the top, man. Well, so that was that the only reason. That was the
1: only reason. Jeez. And then Kate made the helmet, which is just unreal. Like, I, I don't mm. know. She went into the gar- the garage for like, well, sorry, she went into the garage for like. A week, and then she came out. And was, there you go, and I'm like, "What the? F- where? How?" Like I remember, you f- like she wrapped this, um, she wrapped like cling film and taped around my head to get the shape of my head, and that was the last I saw of her <laughs> for two weeks or a week, yeah. and then she comes out of the garage and she's like, "There you go," and I'm like, "Wow!" So like, yeah, that was that was mind blowing. But the the reason I'm sorry, the reason I'm talking about Lightfoot is because that was the only reason he's become such, such kind of close to me. Is in, been in later years. I loved the figure as a kid, but like that it wasn't like, you know, I wasn't thinking, oh Lightfoot needs more time. Now I do, but you know, for me I, I would say hit and run for myself.
5: Right. Mm-hmm. I got one. I think Shop the character wave. with the most untapped potential should be obvious.
1: Shockwave. All oh, right, sorry.
5: <laughs> Has anyone done Mercer? It's oh you like- love
2: Mercer. Mercer like was. G.I. In...
5: Joe Cobra, but in reverse. Yeah. He no was one's in... ever told the story of a true believer Cobra get him agent. in the film. Yeah, but we don't what, get what, what? his origin story. His okay. defection from Cobra. Yeah. And survival as a defector. Well, dude, and the you fact need that, to like, get on that. You could do that. I suppose, but
1: I mean not mainstream enough, Ben. Not you mainstream know, enough. You know, the only other time I've seen him that have any kind of decent time was in Special Missions Manhattan with the uh, Beachhead Tunnel Rat, Cover Girl, low light, and Good they infiltrate crew. this. They infiltrate this. Uh, this is why I love the special mm-hmm. missions aspect. And this is a. This isn't special missions Marvel. This is special missions like. Oh, hang G- on, Image Devils, G Devil's, G, Devil's G. I can't remember one, one of those Devils G. Yeah, and they infiltrate this Manhattan high rise. They're the only that the, the what the way they kind of did the beginning, the intro, was that they're selecting the the people that were near that area. so like that's why it's such a ragtag bunch of randoms but mercer's in that and he's really cool and i'm just thinking like yeah i want to see i want to see all of these characters that didn't get the shine because the core characters always took the glory i want to that's why special missions speaks to me so strong because you always get some like random characters thrown in there and and they get some time and it's like wow that's that's why they're a specialist in that field and i kind of really enjoy that but yeah do you feel like
5: mercer should be a card carrying gi joe or do you feel like they should keep him on a short leash? I mean this guy could
1: short leash. turn yeah. tails
5: any any moment. like that's why he was a renegade. that's why he was never an official G.I. Joe. that's why he was under slaughters or slammers direct supervision. It's because we do you know if we're trusting this guy. do you know the French, call know we're
1: we're you know the mm-hmm? French called him sergeant driller? <laughs> isn't that amazing?
5: Uh, which nation was it that captain gridiron was captain rugby? Oh yeah, um, that spoke to me as a South African lad. Let me tell you, oh, I want to get captain rugby. <laughs> like, uh, I always are you thought. At full I always suffer, thought then, yeah, my bro. Exercise,
3: exercise, Africaner, my bro.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in um, in a rise of pencil Arise, low light gets thrown a, like a uh, grenade by uh, Monkey Wrench. And he throws it away before it blows up. But he says something along the lines of, "I'm, I, I prefer rugby," and like throws it away. Yes. And I always, I always thought because it was an Action Force cartoon that they'd overdubbed rugby for like American football or something. And it turns out no, it was always rugby in the American one as well. So yeah, I, th- I thought that was quite in- quite interesting.
5: Well, didn't Bush about. and Clinton play rugby? I mean, it, you know, it's a posh posh American sport. Woo-hoo. You just expect
1: baseball to be mentioned every five seconds, or
0: yeah. Yeah, football. Guys, I'm just gonna have to go and get another beer. Yeah, it? <laughs> um, I'd, li- I'd like to have seen more um, Scrap Iron or Wild Weasel. I think Scrap Iron's got a pretty nifty feature in A Rise of
5: Pentua Rise. He's kind of the the turnkey character. So, funny enough, they
1: both I'm get curious. Good sunbow. go down that rabbit hole, Chief. Okay. They get good sunbow time. Uh, Wild Weasel's in primordial plot. He's in. Like you know, featured because he's the one that kind of flies in and steals yep. the uh, the, the dinosaur bones, uh, <laughs> the fossils and stuff. Yeah, that is a that is an incredibly ridiculous episode talking of like the fan, the fantastical aspects of G.I. Joe, but
0: yeah, but they don't get much comic stuff really. Wild Weasel gets no. in- issue 34, yeah, yeah. But um... has Wild Weasel
5: ever been unmasked no. in any way?
1: Has... Are you asking if we got a weasel out? But yeah, I think, I think uh, I can't think of any time that he's had his mask off. No, his helmet off.
5: Hmm. He's about as anonymous as you get. What about you, Mark? He's wait- waiting to happen. Yeah, Mark, let's have your answer. Uh,
4: there's so many, because, you know, apart from that core cast sort of left, uh, left a little bit in the dust, aren't they? But um, like Firefly in his proper saboteur kind of role, that would have been nice to see a bit more of i've got a real soft spot for cesspool because i think it's just such a cool mm. uh, design
1: brilliant
4: massive design. logo chief in, uh, you love you a cesspool
2: now mate yeah but uh,
4: yeah in the comics he was just played a little bit as a ridiculous sort of comedic caricature really so, yeah, yeah yeah how just, gruesome um, is
1: that scar on the toy as well like it's just amazing it's isn't brilliant. it yeah we, like do, it really, we, but... we
2: dug the toy out recently and it's it's fantastic He's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, the head
1: sculpt is Vinnie Lever, who was the, uh, one of the marketing guys on G.I. Joe at the time. And Cobra the, he, bit, yeah. he dressed up as Cesspool for a commercial that never actually aired as well. So he was going to be Cesspool as well for the G.I. Joe commercial. There's like a picture of him as Cesspool, like all geared up, ready to go. And for some reason, I can't remember the, the ins and outs of it, but that particular um, commercial never aired. But uh, yeah, I thought that was really Cesspool fun. Cesspool is
2: such a rancid name. It's just yeah. poo. Shit. Any- <laughs> anyway, what, what <laughs> actually happened? G- g- guess what
5: their vehicle was called, Ben. Come on, guess.
2: Oh, forget. What?
1: Think, think about <laughs> what, what in Britain we would call a refuse kind of
2: zone under
1: a house, for example.
2: Oh, um, oh, for crying out loud. Well,
1: think of what a hiss tank is called, and it's half of that. What? What's a hiss tank? What's half of a hiss tank?
5: Put him out of his misery. Come on, Chief. Come on, English. put me
1: out. What is it, Chief? It's a something tank. What could it be? Rhyming slang. Uh, I don't know. When something gets infected, it goes. Uh,
2: Chris. Septic. You're septic killing me. Septic tank. Yay. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you could put half a pound of Dundee cake down there. <laughs> I should have gone with that. I
1: should have gone with gone partridge. With I should have gone with the partridge. I should have gone with that. Man. All
0: gone.
2: One
1: flush. One flush.
0: This chemical toilet is a Saniflo 33. Now, this little babe can cope with anything. And I mean anything. Earlier well, on, I put in a pound of mashed-up Dundee cake. Let's take a look. not a lot of trace. Peace of mind, I'm sure. Especially if you have elderly relatives on board.
5: Buck Rogers' toilet. <laughs> I saw an advertisement for septic tanks, the real deal. And the tagline was, we handle your
0: shit. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Literally, yeah. Yeah, nice. I love um, this
2: house. It's got a Buck Rogers toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I might do okay. a Partridge
0: rewatch. Actually. I love it
2: when he's just on that episode, when he's looking at the sink and he's like, "What? what is that? And he's like, Get rid of it. Just, they, <laughs> just to the estate it. agent.
1: Isn't that isn't he said, so What is that? It's a bidet. He says, Get rid of it. <laughs>
2: You'd swing a cat in here
1: <laughs> okay the next question then is uh, there are many characters that exist in the comics that never made it into the toy line characters like dawn moreno cool breeze bn001 mangler pale peony just to name a few for each host what is your number one pick for a comic character that needs to be in the toy line
0: I'm going to pass on this one because I... Um,
1: Hate G.I. Joe and don't want to do this podcast anymore.
0: Don't... Re- no, I... <laughs> um, <laughs> because... Um, you like the guy from issue
2: two. What's his name? Quinn. Yeah, you love him. He's do got I'm an good. action figure. Oh, bugger.
1: Eventually. He's Not got two. two. He's got a vintage-inspired
2: Oh, I was and just modern thinking of the well. original line, Soza. Mm.
1: Well, they made him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My,
5: my my pick's been made as well, but certainly growing up, <laughs> I was very 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 remiss that I didn't have the October God. Yeah, ah, for sure. Larry made a big deal about them being this third faction. Uh, and they didn't want to make Russians, never... dude. Not that they chance. probably didn't want to pay him royalties for characters that were, you know, his brainchild. Yeah, yeah what's Quinn, interesting October is
1: October God. We got. Um big bear and red star later on didn't we and they're like kind of almost additional
5: yeah, characters They were kind
1: of the originated.
5: yeah they were analogs to what larry had created but Agreed, yeah. different yeah. enough to not run into any kind of rights confusion yeah yeah, yeah. i think he i would have liked to around.
0: i think growing up collecting uh billy would have been cool for that era mm-hmm. yeah.
5: once again a larry original Right
0: the only the, the
1: only the only Billy we've had is the uh, FSS one, wasn't it? Which was the uh, the not the Marvel Billy, but the one where he's got the, the, yeah, kind Devil's, of Jew, the Devil's, Devil's Jew, the Devil's Jew. Yeah, that's right. The yeah, yeah I said patch. this one when the
4: question came up on Twitter. Had a look at that that one, but yeah, my pick probably apart from October Guard for sure, but um, Billy as well. That when when I was playing back in the day as a youngster, twenty eight years old um was, <laughs> was uh was i used um the v1 storm shadow with uh where the, uh, the cobra logo had been worn off due to to play brilliant and yeah, used that as uh as billy so I was able to have uh two storm shadows what you're telling us is
1: you you rubbed one off <laughs>
4: do you
2: still have storm shadow version one
4: no i've got very no. few of my originals because um yeah, my brother. My brother oh, sold them all. Big, uh, big a- eBay cow. You,
2: you've got a Storm Shadow <laughs> version, one, haven't you, Chief? Negative. You didn't sell him, did you? No. In In the Purge, couldn't find him. He's probably in your house somewhere. <laughs> <He's> bloody not. <laughs> He's You're not. E- <laughs> He's not because you I did can't. sell some,
0: didn't you, recently? But but you, kept, some recently, you kept yeah. like you're the ones that you felt passionately about kept kept the ones that had that were you know my favorites or you know seasons series one or two i kept yeah so the, you ones you that got? Only, the only ones that really meant anything to me but sold the rest yeah i've got a few uh i've still got still got you know the stalker um, lovely and my favorite yeah, the mutt mm. uh, i've got think... airborne and firefly still have you and, got junkyard and, uh, or no. He not... no, no. I think he's in your house. He could be. Yeah. Mm. Trying to think of
1: like characters that are in the comics that didn't oh, get toys is actually really difficult. Um, and I think the ones that the the, the, the the whoever asked the question, I don't think there's a name attached to it. It might have been Gary. Um, the, like those of that list of characters is pretty much all I can think of as well. And I would have to say that I think. Uh, cool breeze would have been a cool one to have like i think i know he wasn't in it very long and he was pretty much created to to be sacrificed but yeah i i do i i, I kind of his design is very much like a pone from uh the alien toy line i'm not mm-hmm. sure if you have ever seen that kind of comparison but like he plus those looks... wicked
5: cyber arms i mean yeah he's got like, outfit, i felt fuck wild yeah
4: he's, he's out all over him he's out there as a character that was in the in the um, comic and sort of as a one and done and, and killed because it very much feels like he could have been a toy, whereas mm. a lot of the other characters, you know, yeah. are more looking like very civilians. basic,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Basic, sort of like was
4: just, you know,
1: a guy yeah, manga was just like, yeah, like you're a cheap, a cheap chuckle, wasn't he? Basically, he <laughs> couldn't afford the Hawaiian shirt, so uh, they <laughs> yeah. that's
0: a good issue, that's a good issue, though. Bless you. Mm. Um, yeah, there's a few other features like Lightfoot Softmaster, blindmaster. Yeah.
1: You know, what else we got? We got,
0: we, got any other good, we got any other good questions or are they all garbage?
1: They're all also- <laughs> What is your all time favourite issue or story arc out of the comic? Starting with Mark on this one. Go, Mark. Uh, I think it's the issue thirty-one. Have I got it
0: here? All fall down, They're-
4: is it? All fall down with uh with the, the uh yeah, that big shootout in the in the cabin. I swear. Nice. That's where,
0: oh yeah, that's right, yeah, they assaults. is it, who's it, it's Destro, Firefly and Fred. That's right, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
0: yeah. And they attack the uh... cabin. You'd have been on that uh, episode, uh, Ben, when we covered Yeah, that's cabin. a good... But you can't remember that one. Yeah, I can remember that. All right. <laughs> it's not that so Your, your, your favourite, I know your favourite used to be Cobra Civil War.
2: Yeah, not anymore, it'd be way before that now. Okay, Um which is the issue where you've got Cobra Commander flying around on the glider? Oh,
0: 24.
2: Uh, yeah, 24. <sighs> but it's part of, um, what is it, two, two-parter? Whoa, or? It's,
5: it's that it's Russ Heath-illustrated issue. 20, 24. Yeah. Who?
2: yeah, and who does Storm Shadow like? The
5: Commander escapes.
2: Is Storm Shadow's involved, and who does he, uh, Mac... Um, someone in Gun- the tree. Oh, he takes value. out
5: gung ho, and then yes. roadblock lays him out. That's, yeah,
2: that's a good issue.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. very yeah. realistic art style. Russ Heath was res- responsible for the uh, the sort of design sheet for the Sunburn animation. So uh, he I set see. set the looks of the vehicles, equipment, and characters for the animators to then work off of. Judy,
0: very what's realistic your tone. Uh, it's pretty boring. I guess it's single issue, probably 34, which is the Sky Striker versus the Rattler um, dogfight. Yeah, it's classic. Al- always love that one. Um, issues 26 and 27, the Snake Eyes Origin, probably one of my favourites. And then um, we've got a big soft spot for the Return of the Commander, um, which is like, whatever it is, 90, 98 to 100, something like that, 97 to 100, um, where the Cobra troops, they go back into, or they go into Millville and with a big... A, a good use or a good inclusion of the brainwave scanner, which generally, <laughs> generally you can mark out 90% oh. of all brainwave scanner appearances as being turd. This was actually, I enjoyed this one. So, yeah.
2: What about... Um... Good
4: splash of Cobra Commander kicking a dog. Ah, oh, <laughs> brilliant.
2: Brilliant. What about Space Patrol or something a little bit more... Star Brigade.
0: Yeah, <laughs> He's a bit more, ze- bit more zany. <laughs> space Patrol. It's like, like when you call me very... story master on one of the episodes. They're very You'd boots on the ground. Dragons. Uh-oh, oh. what's happening here? Uh-oh. Yes, um, Space okay. Patrol. No, no, probably not. No, no. Okay. Um, okay. Um, Eco like, Warriors?
1: Like Paw Patrol in space is what yeah, I thought it was.
0: Yeah. Um, diagnostic?
1: Um okay, so single issue would probably have to be the second silent issue because Oh yeah, you love that one. Oh, I just I just, I just love that issue for SFX. Yeah, because it's the it's I think it's version two Storm Shadow, I believe, as well, isn't it? So like I love that that version of design and uh he's he's kind of my he's my default Storm Shadow, honestly. Because I again I'm I'm way more G.I. Joe than I am Cobra. I'm I'm always more good guy than I am bad guy. And I love not in real life, but just like in my preference for this Um But but just as, a, as an issue, it's just so Beautifully done and like I, I feel like it's even more power not I feel like it's even better in terms of how the storytelling moves and how the panels merge into each other more so than than 21 and um but that's again, that's just my personal uh, opinion Um and then the in terms of like an arc, would have to be uh, Civil War. Uh, I really enjoyed Civil War. And it's it's one of those ones, again, it's got a nostalgic attachment because it was slightly reprinted in holiday specials in um, in the UK. So that was one of the first Larry Hammer kind of things I was really into and wanted to know more about. And it had the Cobra Island map in the back of the oh, special as well. So it was kind of like... it just Those kind of things as a kid made made you want kind of built the imagination even more and you could, you could go you could pick teams to kind of infiltrate different points of the island and you could like a- apply that to play patterns when you go out with your mates and dress up in your army gear and kiss what uh but like you know do that kind of stuff so that yeah. that is one of the yeah that the civil war is an arc and um yeah uh, that holds
0: a- up that holds up really well still anyway civil war because like you said we hadn't seen it we haven't really seen it much in comics in general, where you're taking one force in this in this instance, the bad guys, and you're actually breaking them up into a couple of separate forces. So mm. now you've got a triumvirate of uh, of two two What's Cobras that? and a Joe, and like and you three, said, <laughs> like, like you said, um, uh, you know, which Joe teams you can put them into a recon team, you know, uh, uh, whatever. T- I don't know what other teams there would be, but um, recon one, recon two, Football team. Uh, Yeah. A team, team, demolition team, all that. (laughs) Um, It could be um, informed play and stuff as well. So uh, I like that choice. Um, jobs,
5: I want to be at loggerheads with Ben on this one because I know he doesn't like General Douche. But in terms of an arc, I don't think you can call it an arc, but I don't think you you can touch the first 10 issues of GI Joe for me. Wow. Just the purity of it is so satisfying when all those concepts were fresh Mm. yeah I kind of wished almost that we just got a little bit more time to play in that world before issue 11 came and ripped the roof off like with new characters and you know that became the order of the day like every every five or so issues we'd get a complete refresh I'm like no I'm so involved in the lives of these 13 original Joes and their interplay is so strong like that groundwork was so good and then of necessity because this is a toy book. Larry had to disregard all of that and then start inserting new guys. Yeah. Someone um,
4: did the, did the maths on that in, in, in one of the letter pages that we, we read recently. And it, it oh, was right. certainly more than one per issue on average in terms of the number of new characters being introduced. So it was, you know, a very regular uh, drum drum beat. Actually, one of the questions we were asked was if you were going to start reading the you know, where would you recommend that new readers start reading G.I. Joe if they've never read before?
2: Oh, um, issue one, no?
4: Well, <laughs> you know, General Goose. <laughs> <With> General <laughs> Juice. My my recommendation might might have been possibly twenty-one onwards, because I those those uh, those first issues are enjoyable and you know, they create that world, but they are quite different to the to, to how it then progresses from the rest of that 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 art with the the change of uh with the change of artists so Wiggum joining and all the rest of it it's mm. it feels quite and uh, you know and that move away from those original uh, the original team of of Joes it feels like very different uh, book and actually when it was launched in the UK wasn't it it was started with issue was it 23 or something with the one with the Zartan and yeah. the moccasin on on the On the cover and when I've started (laughs) reading... Cobra
5: Commander falling into quicksand you know unfortunately like the direction the book took was this kind of pantomime villainy whereas like back in the first ten issues Cobra Commander was dangerous. he was an unknown element (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly
2: yeah I know that you like him when he
0: is terrifying chief and not a clown
3: I like, yeah, I and then you also I, like him I'm happy, snake.
0: <laughs> I'm happy to go either way, and snake. Yeah, I'm happy. I, I like him when he's. I like him when he's villainous <laughs> and plotting the death of others. Uh, I like yeah. him when he is a little bit pantomimey, but I don't like the in-between bit. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, swanker. Um, sorry. Yeah, in-between his joke. So, <laughs> yeah, I I have to agree with that actually. Uh, but I I think if you're going to read, you, you, where do you start? Just start at number one. It's easy because it's, it's, it's there in the, it's there in the, the number. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll also, get everything like, you just know from starting at number one. But yeah, I would, that I would actually start at The odd style is
5: something that I miss so much. Sorry, 155 and a half. Yeah, start there. <laughs> start <laughs> there yeah, and work way, way
1: backwards. It's, it's <laughs> but, trippy. It's so weird.
5: But Sentimental Steve just wants to chime in and say that like, like G.I. Joe makes sense firstly is a cold war late cold war medium and secondly with like herb trimpey or dave fosberg's kind of kirby-ish art style everything's kind of like a little bit sorry mike fosberg (gasps) jeez i've been off the podcast for like two months and oh man yeah um but but it's just it's it just feels so much more authentic i don't know if gi joe works in a current setting i mean chris you'd probably fight me on that man because it is constantly never fight, being updated me, never. uh we could do some sparring that'd be kind of fun um my ass. <laughs> the, the knife fight i was gonna say like who's got the biggest reach because yeah. i've actually done i've done an exercise where uh, well, i was in a Getting production of west side story yeah i was in a production of west side story and we each got white t-shirts and a permanent marker and we we sort of experienced what it would like be like to you in a one on one
1: no fight. one's coming out of a knife fight like Uncut, on top yeah like it's no. like if you're going into a knife fight with somebody which is the weirdest fucking thing to do if you see and if someone pulls a knife on you and you've got a knife just run away because <laughs> yeah. a knife fight does not like, and, and people will say this in like the military and you know like martial artists and all sorts they say that if you're going to get in close quarters combat you're better off not having the weapon you're better off trying to disarm the person with it. Or like, Mm. do you know what I mean? Like rather than actually fighting each other with a knife, which is never going to end well because you're both going to be in close proximity. You're both going to just be going nuts. You're both going (laughs) to end up very, like very... Leaking. Yeah, it's going to be like low percentages, isn't it? Basically, all the movies have made everyone think that... You can be good in a knife fight, but it's just... Oh. <laughs> so Chris Stabbing is going to win t- this, real. basically, because he's going to run the hell away and get, get his... Get, uh, get the tank. mammy's
2: shotgun. Yeah, exactly. Get the
1: septic tank.
3: I'm
2: sure Chief's got all of our body dimensions logged in his um, Talking Joe <laughs> <laughs> spreadsheets. Wait, really? you told me that was Wing- for wingspan. research. <laughs> 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 he wasn't always asking for jingles. Sometimes he'd ask for... Yeah,
1: sometimes he'd for DPs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you weighing <laughs> in at at the moment, Ben? <laughs> yeah, I'm. 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 I'm coming. I'm coming in at uh 91.2 kgs this morning. My target is 84. So. What's your fighting weight? Problem is, I'm eating four mince pies a day, and that's a thousand calories <laughs> straight on mince pies. <laughs>
3: that's
0: not good. All you're eating, though. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, so, what's um.
2: your optimum fighting weight, Chief? Probably about 80. lean
5: meat in you, baby. Mmm. Uh, Built
2: on.
0: Yes, sir. Built on, Zaffars, built on they love and, uh, their meat. Built on and wine at uh, twelve PM, yeah. Twelve AM <laughs> Party time. I thought it was a bowl spring of box.
1: scrotums for a second there.
2: You had springums. Dried scrotum. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Tasty. It's a bit chewy. Mm-hmm. Amy, It's very it's very uh,
5: lean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As could be expected from a small buck. Um,
1: I've had good. reindeer as well. It's probably a lot similar to reindeer, actually. What did you call me? Um, Gary has also asked us, what is your favourite moment from the show? I'm gu- I guess he means Talking Joe, not the G.I. Joe cartoon. Yeah. So, Gary...
2: Probably just having Chief exposed to a couple of hundred people every week is, is, is just good
0: to know. <laughs> I've, 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 got, I've, got, I've, got, I've got a spready here. Oh, God. Oh,
1: goodness.
5: Didn't no. we get into the triple digits, Chief? Surely. Triple uh, no, triple what? digits. Four digits. Not just a, a couple of hundred people. A couple of thousand people.
0: A couple of thousand I mean, when we started it, we said we'd be happy if 50 people were listening.
1: You weren't, though, because you messaged me saying, how'd you get more listeners? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but that was actually interesting, because that was the first time we really spoke to each other. And you messaged me out of the blue. I remember yeah. on like Twitter or something like that. And you said um it was really nice because you kind of like said you know like i see that you've done like i don't know what how many downloads it was on podbean and i was like mate don't mate i put out like a hundred episodes a week like there's the, the the it's only five people listen to it it's just that the downloads build up because there are so many episodes but you were like how do you get this many you know people and i was like just jingles <laughs> yeah it's all about jingles it's all about jingles and i blame then, you <laughs> yeah, and then, and then you went away and wrote every jingle ever made.
0: <laughs> you um, were a hit album. <laughs> um, on the, on, so this it's is this Prada. Some, some bits from the show. We started, um, question for the show, that started on episode three. So that's been going for 97 episodes. The first question from Goodness. the show was, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? <laughs> um, on, on topic. Other, question, other questions we've covered. Um, Favourite burger joint? Um, how much would you pay to see Arsenal win the league? Um,
2: yeah, we trans- were really <laughs>
0: appealing to the G.I. Joe audience in those early episodes. Ben <laughs> trans-
4: diagram what- of what-
5: like that. Yeah.
0: Like- what transformer is Ben? Um, do you like your soup, smooth Remember. or junky? Um What's your favourite chocolate bar? What's the best soccer formation? What's your favourite Star Wars alien? You didn't ask that question. I must have
5: missed that episode. Which one? Soccer formation.
0: Uh, yep, that is episode... Go back and listen to it. Midfield ever... Diamond. <laughs> I can't remember where it is. It's there somewhere. Um, it's just five. very fluid now. There's multiple formations in a game, Chief. What's your favourite console controller? What's your favourite stretch? Um, who's your favourite Avenger?
1: Oh, that's What's a dangerous your... one. Favourite stretch for me is a dangerous one. You don't have to be asking me that on a show.
0: The I think <laughs> Your first question was, what's your favorite... Oh, no, the first one I gave to Diagnostic was, what are the the four UK pedestrian crossings? Uh,
1: (laughs) Pelican, zebra, um, toucan, and um, Another bird.
0: Dead air is a crime. It's another bird that begins with P. Penis. (laughs) Yes, penis crossing.
1: I said pelican, so penguin? No. P-p-p-p-p-p-p-p- I can't think
0: uh, puffin puffin,
1: ah, oh, my bad
0: uh, what's your favourite way to cook a potato um oh, I'll tell you what there's another one here what's the most satisfying stretch, so I gave that to Ben, and then I almost have forgot, and I was desperate for another answer so <laughs> well, it's the critical.
4: big questions, isn't it you know
1: i don't remember thing? i don't remember I don't remember answering that, okay I think um, that's a mistake
0: who's your favorite Looney? yeah tune? I'm um, calling bullshit,
1: who's your favorite what
0: Looney tune?
1: Uh, oh, favorite, yeah, I remember that.
0: Favorite pop culture tandems, um, random. Oh, there's one random comic ad questions where I just forgot to write a question. So I just opened up a random comic book and gave you some questions. It was like a half an and hour. And then it gave rise to a changes. jingle, didn't it? It was just a half, half an hour segment of Chris just trying to name basketball playing cards, <laughs> trading cards. I remember yeah. that
1: was fun, man. I used to love that.
3: Comic talk. Oh, comic talk.
0: Stop. Rewind, selector. It's comic talk, but not as you know it. I'm asking Chris questions, let's hope he don't blow it. I found some ads in this comic I'm reading. Chris's brain is working overtime, I think you hear it bleeding. NFL and NBA trading cards, he's digging up answers like bodies in graveyards, cereal, candy and video games. His knowledge is good. Is it as good as he claims? Can he name the X-Men or even the Avengers? London answers like right, with money some dentures. If you don't like this segment, you best take a walk, cause it's comic ad talk within comic talk. The audience didn't, but I absolutely loved it. No, no. Um, I'm not going to read out all the colloquialisms we covered. because We covered a lot. Um, that was probably one of my favourite segments of the whole show. Love the wanker. colloquialisms. Um, and obviously, I know Ben's favourite moment you of the chop. show when I went inside my mind to talk about my motorbike journey. Oh no, yeah, your motorbike journey in the rain was uh, absolutely classic. With the, the
2: gloves, the gloves in the petrol station, and the guy just looking <laughs> at you. <laughs> <laughs> looking at me like that was, thunder that was uh, obscene uh, and you just spent the whole day doing uh tabletop gaming hadn't you
0: hey had a whole day sounds- doing tabletop gaming and then when i went to leave the house to come home it was an hour and a half motorbike ride home and my as soon as Cops i got speed. onto the as soon as i got onto the motorway my petrol light came on and uh i realized that i'm going to be out of petrol no fuel gauge on my motorbike so i knew that gave me about 10 miles when the light comes on it was 12 miles till I could get to the next junction to come off the motorway. So I was like, what do I do now? I put it into the highest gear possible, go 30 miles <laughs> an hour to keep the revs down. But the problem was the rain was forcing You went me... straight to a spreadsheet on it. <laughs> yeah, <that's just>
3: right. <laughs>
2: and your navigation yeah. gave you a different like, direction. Just a question
0: about motorbikes. Is it normal not to have a fuel gauge? No, I mean, th- no, it's- modern ones will now have fuel gauges but i think mine's like a 2003 model sorry 2003 model um, <laughs> hey careful chief <laughs> um but yeah that's the one where i went into the petrol station with my gloves i took the glove off to get my credit card out to pay and then because my glove was so wet i couldn't get my glove back in my hand back in the glove so i was Need riding a spoon. the glove half off didn't it pull the lining out or something no, well, anyway, no, go back and listen Whatever. to it. Whatever. Yeah.
5: Right. Well, that was a good th- I, I listened to it twice, I think, like, because I was walking, I just dropped off the missus car to get some repairs done, and I was walking home, and this story was what kicked off the episode of Talking Joe, and I was like, Ha-ha, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to go back and listen to it again. It was, oh. it
0: was
1: just bonkers. I
0: think, though, I think though, just um, to, to get a little bit sentimental, I think Uh-oh. the show has Don't cry. been really good. Do you know what I mean? I think the fact that we've had amazing guys, so Ben, obviously, for the first whatever, and then not one week le- when he left, there wasn't a one-week gap where we missed a show because I messaged up Diagnostic and said, look, I you know, need someone to come on. You're going to have to do all the work. All <coughs> I'm going to do is show up and record. I'm, I'm all used it's to it. It's all on you. And he's like, yeah, fine, I'll do it. And I was like, what a legend. So we didn't even miss a week. And then when Chris departed and S-Jobs, came on again same thing didn't miss a week and then same thing with Mark so I've always said whoever's presenting G.I. Joe uh, G.I. Joe? Talking Joe it's 50-50 it's you know it's not one person's show it's always a collaboration so apart from jingles. We've been blessed as a... (laughs) apart from the jingles yeah. 90-10. That is not a collaboration. (laughs) We've been blessed as a podcast. No one came to me though and said oh chief can I do a jingle? If they'd have said that I'd have said (laughs) absolutely not.
3: Probably no, because no, like, of the yeah.
1: probably because of the workload I was under. You're like honest, the mate. yeah.
0: We're like the other guy in Wham, the
2: the. <laughs> one the one like. <laughs> or the guy that uh, in Hall and Oates. One of them just doesn't do anything. We're yeah. we're
0: that that guy. But no, Oats. it's been no, it's been it's been it's been Oats. the show the show's evolved massively. Like I know S jubs you've got episodes one to twenty four hard downloaded on your device. Um, but, um, More than that e- Chief. Don't the, tell anyone. The show evolved from like me and Ben doing it, and it was just a couple of goons not knowing much about GI Joe rambling on. It certainly and was that. Not not much yeah. to it. And then we added. That was its oddball charm.
5: In. Here I was sitting on top of a pile of knowledge, listening to you noobs rediscovering
2: <laughs> it. So it's like this is so quaint. This is so beautiful. <laughs> it's called okay. Talking Joe, but they seem to be talking about football formations <laughs> and
3: <stretching. laughs>
2: It was your favourite sandwich? A, it just became
0: Transforming a Transforming into a Lamborghini. Yo, yeah. It just
2: well, became the, like a yeah, magazine That's the reason, show, didn't it? The reason I wanted to start it was because ch- people needed to hear Chief. I think you were born to... You missed the kind of... We had such high hopes for Chief. We thought you were going to be a TV star, Chief, <laughs> wow. when we were growing up. We were Chief's like, world. Get, get Chief, you know, on the telly. Chief that explains never happened. It all. <laughs> and, and i was like this guy he doesn't have the, the tech know-how how to do a podcast but i was like if i introduce this guy into podcasting he's gonna it find a hole
0: in your career as well
2: well but look what you you've discovered all these you know like lovely people so i'm really proud that we you know starting things is the hardest bit isn't it it's the kind of
0: like okay we're we gonna do this and then we finally did do it and you know look what happened yeah. But most people will do some kind of research before they start something. You said do you want to do a podcast. <laughs> I said yeah, and you were like, right, go and buy yourself a hundred pound microphone, and we're going to record next week. I was like, all right, exactly. Well, that's how you but, got. That's how you got. We did got, got to dive re- in. We you didn't research to how to. We didn't research how to publish a podcast or whether we need to do promotional material first to get people's interest up. We were just like, uh, let's just do it, and uh, yeah. Sometimes that's just, the way.
2: Uh, look at the connections, though. Look at the, the boxes here. It's like, you know, you would not, we wouldn't know each other if it wasn't for um,
0: talking Joe. You, for you, pushing you can blame us it on, on
1: that, podcast. is what you're saying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a, it's a. I, I think we've probably got the three best GI Joe podcasts all on this particular chat right now. You know, Full Force talking Joe and Joe Berg, my opinion, the three best. So, it's, uh, I, I, I Holy Trinity! That, I consider talking Joe in good company there. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, you definitely well, got the two best on another, here, mate. <laughs> <It's>
3: another hundred. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, uh, yeah, I uh, yeah, I have to echo that. I think you, you guys starting this was a really good idea. I was happy to jump on because I thought I saw it what it was like and thought it was really cool to kind of you know to kind of maybe contribute towards and loved every second of uh, of doing what i did and unfortunately i had to bow out for you know just having too much on really just you know i, I couldn't keep going with it and then thankfully steve took over and did a great job and then similar things happened and, and now mark's taken over mark how are you finding it at this stage yeah it's a good question after, great question after all these trailblazers <laughs> have been before you how how are you finding it uh settling in
4: yeah i mean standing on the uh, shoulders of giants obviously but uh <laughs> i think you know we've all got our own uh, personalities our own take and and our uh, own thing to to bring to it so but but yeah well, obviously you... I've, obviously i've come from a position of just sort of listening to it and enjoying it um uh, for that much longer, whereas where just you guys just were a bit more uh, thrown into it, uh, kind of as just a, a new e- experience. But yeah, obviously got uh, got the the three of you guys to to sort of hold up. You knew, all the, examples, you knew all the mistakes that had been examples, made. Yeah, you could learn from all, all of that, do. didn't you?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I, I tapped up, I tapped up Mark because I knew Mark prior to obviously Chris and S Jobs. I didn't know prior to them coming on the show. I was friends with Mark um, anyway, and I had tapped him up saying, "Ah." Oh, when Chris was thinking about stepping down, I said, um, oh, I I might need um, someone to help and uh, pinch out here, uh, pitch in to help out. And Mark was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be up for that. And then, of course, no, that's when Ben dropped out. And of course, I got Chris instead. And then when Chris was going to drop out, I said to Mark, oh, I I might need your help to come on and co-host. And he then kept S-Jub teasing he
3: him.
5: He, Horrible kid. Dangle that carrot. Damn son. Yeah he was like
0: and yeah, then no don't he... worry I've got someone better. It's <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then when he ran out of options no that's not
0: fair. No it was more it was more <laughs> it was more based on the, the fact that um, Chris and s jobs were were I'm not going to say willing but were able were, were skilled editors and were able to do that side of the work whereas I think <laughs> yeah, me, they volunteered it, to do the hard work. It was new in me to Mark, so that side of it. So, um, yeah, there you go.
5: Well, if we're getting sentimental, uh, when I first discovered Talking Joe, I said to myself, I want to be friends with those guys. <laughs> they, sound like, they sound like really great stand-up guys. I love the banter. I love the chemistry between them. I want in. How do I do that? Oh, you uh, got in. After, Yeah, after ignoring all my um, DMs. (laughs) Finally, finally in Chief's hour of need. He was like... (laughs) Yeah, okay. Did I ignore your DMs? I think. Ah, oh, look, I think I tried. Maybe yeah, it was I didn't a fr- ignore your DMs. No, no, I know. I know. I, I'm drumming it up for, for <laughs> dramatic effect. You slid into Forgive my DMs. I am an slid, slid right in.
1: Slid right in there. But
5: when, when, when it was evident that talking Joe might go on a hiatus because Chief was, you know, on his ace again, didn't know how to edit a podcast. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, you want you want to talk some Joe, bro. Well, how about tonight? And, I like
1: how I like how Steve. You are all like, you know, I did it for to be friends with you guys, and I'm like, I, just, I was just looking at the paycheck the whole yeah. time. I'm just thinking,
2: <laughs> so, bro, I'm Jeez. sure I'm
1: sure I'm going to get paid for this at some point, and it never happened, <laughs> yeah. and that's why I left. I'm like, I can't do this anymore for free.
3: <laughs>
5: Jeez, bro, I'd I'd love to see your invoice for your billable hours. I like, oh, mean, podcast podcasting guys, we sink time. But it's, uh, it's for the love, I said right? to
2: Chief the other day, I was like, if you want to start out of timers again, I was like, I'm going to get an intern. So I'm, I'm going to pay an intern. <laughs> well,
5: and professional the, podcasters absolutely and the you. <laughs> you get to show up for the fun stuff. Do a little bit of show prep because you don't want to be a complete arsehole when you're on the air. But someone, you know, you that hand it off mind. to someone else and then magically it appears in people's Chief was that, was,
0: that, was that you I was talking to or was that Emma? <laughs> um, about the intern. You no you mentioned getting one intern I think yeah 16 yeah. year old yeah. yeah minimum wage yeah they'd yeah. be well out they'd do it for free wouldn't they Or not
3: all show those shows yeah. experience yeah
1: read read these 155 comics and then uh, put cliff notes
2: how then... much do you weigh for this is just the Chief Spready <laughs> this is for a spreadsheet what's your
1: wingspan this <laughs> for a spreadsheet who would win in a knife fight for a spreadsheet
0: <laughs> who would win in a knife fight that's great. Yeah, maybe they wouldn't do it for free, but minimum speaking wage. Of,
1: speaking of knife fights, knife fights though. Uh Gary also asked for each host what is your most memorable or favorite example of ninja bullshit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's actually my favorite jingle. Ninja bullshit. It's all the time PI Joe and ninja Bull. Um that was
1: Oh, a... cuz it that's weird. Oh, it's yours. It's... You have got one. My... You have got one. I've got one. Yeah. Ninety-nine to one is the ratio of jingles. Yeah, uh, jing-
0: um, ninety-nine. Ninja bullshit. <laughs> uh, off the top of my head, I I don't know. I've probably expunged most of them. From oh, it.
1: I know which one mine is. Come it's on. towards. It's the latter part, like <laughs> quarter of the series, and Snake Eyes. I think there's a flip from like they're on like Paralyzer two- Tank yes and he flips off one onto another one and performs the Arashikagi mindset in like a split second and everyone's cool and i was just and it's just like bang 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 and i was just like hang on hang on a a minute that was a little bit n b that was but yeah that's mine
5: how about (laughs) firefly doing like go go power rangers by like creating a a pyramid of red ninjas and being the scorpion. Scorpion, oh that yeah, was yeah, that's a good one. Oh my god!
0: Not being able,
1: like, being able, not being able to see his face because he can do that is another
0: one of you know, blurry face. Yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it. Oh, that's yeah. good, he's, he's
1: doing it. It, it works. works.
0: It fucking works. It's
1: proof. The face, yeah, you've did... got, you got to do that constantly, and, and your neck's gonna fall off. So, yeah.
2: did yeah. Chief ask you to record that jingle?
1: Uh, no. No, I don't think so. I think I just did it because it was funny.
2: Yeah, when you sent that to him, that must have gone down like a shit sandwich sheet. <laughs> That's like, well, who the heck does this guy... He's I like, knew the jingles on this show. <laughs> like,
1: who, who, who... Who this? I didn't I, get the memo <laughs> this. There was no... There was no back and forth conversation. People about don't shit. send me jingles. <laughs> I send them jingles. I send them vocals for them to do the music <laughs> over with no other context.
2: <laughs> I, I haven't heard that. People. I, I want to hear it. Can you just do a oh, little? do it live, uh,
5: uncensored, please. Uh, how does it start? Ninja
1: bullshit Ninja. is all, it's the all the time. Oh, oh yeah, it's all the time. Gio Joe, and Ninja bullshit. That's literally it. And it's got this music, but oh, I can't, I literally can't do that with my mouth, unfortunately.
3: <laughs> ninja <laughs> bullshit. It's all the
1: time. G.I. Joe and ninja bullshit. Yeah. I don't know why that even came out of my mouth,
2: but it did. I'd love to see Chief reviewing that. When yeah. That 10, first stars. Came through. 10 stars. Yeah. I'm
1: sure. I'm sure. Out of uh, 4 out million. 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I've got to actually thank you, Chris, because the jingle that sent me down this great playlist of like '90s R&B dance tunes
1: <laughs> was Comic Talk. Oh yeah, that is a banger, ah. isn't it? Oh, so that, good. Th- that's all, Chief. Though I mean, he's the one that said I want it over this. Hear the lyrics, oh. and and I had to then find the instrumental. Well, thing. then I take it back, <laughs> Chief. <laughs> thank you. Suck it, suck it out of me, and spit it into uh, Chief. And
5: then, okay, like. W- just on on the topic, like the jingle that then takes first prize for me is then the remix, the comic talk, fashion talk within comic. Oh talk. my
3: god! Yeah. Armani,
0: Prada, oh, Versace, too. Yeah. chairs oh, change their looks from black gee. to blue. Armani, Prada, Versace 2, Joes changed their outfits from black to blue Duke and Hawk look but don't go, changing their kit Whoa, was that legit? Swapping camo jackets, headgear and boots It's now neon colours and funky space suits, Sci-Fi stalker and even Roblox While Bill, Flint and Mutt gave me a shot So go take a walk if clothes aren't your passion Cause it's, it's comic book talk and lovely G.I. Joe fashion Oh man, so good Well that, done, yeah. sir absolute bangers yeah. I, I did,
3: I mean, just in uh, case
5: anyone needed to peer behind the curtain of this podcast yes chief you are just a jingle creating machine <laughs> it's all
1: you baby and and i used to re- get really excited when he'd send me like you know full disclosure i didn't I, I actually enjoyed it when chief sent me this stuff but he sent me a message an email and it would be like the email would be like some sort of generic title it wouldn't have it would be like you know unnamed you. one or he something whatever it was and I'd listen to it and it'd be like, I'd be like, this is absolute gold. But i tell you what, I had to do a lot of editing because Chief can churn jingles out and vocals out, but he cannot keep time to save his life.
0: <laughs> because a lot of time, I'm, I'm writing and then singing them without the actual yeah the actual you know backing track behind me i'm trying to in my head think this is the time of it and it's so clearly. <laughs> yeah
1: me. and and i'm like i'm like yeah cut
2: that cut that move that over there
1: oh Honestly, yes
0: you've done that with him too. i've done that chief with you.
2: When, we, <laughs> when we did out of timers and we started just we for some reason we just started singing songs at the beginning oh my god i was having to like drag your vocals all over the place to make it fit <laughs> <So> <laughs> <good>. I, <laughs> I even
0: i even infiltrated the out of timers with jingles as well didn't i Yeah, man, you infiltrate everything with jingles. (laughs) (laughs) Or songs.
2: Let's stop calling them jingles, because you have moved on. Yeah,
1: -hmm. yeah, yeah, we've got the album coming, drop in this summer. Uh, It's
2: like the 12-inch versions. Jeez, seven (laughs) minutes.
1: Grabs, I'm not sure if that's a human or just something you've written on the email, (laughs) sent us a couple of questions. One saying, there are notable differences between the JoJo comics and cartoons. Which differences do you personally like better in the comics and cartoon?
0: Hmm. I have to swerve this one because I'm not a uh, cartoon aficionado but I know S. Jubs uh, and Diagnostic um, maybe even Mark will have an opinion here.
5: I think I'd take mutant snake man over used car salesman any day of the week. <laughs> I, think, I think
4: possibly what, what the cartoon did was it juggled that cast quite well. The, the, they fleshed out a lot of that, that core cast. Yeah uh, it
5: wasn't the six degrees of separation from snake eyes show. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, 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 not just a ninja show. I did find it a bit jarring as a kid where you'd have the Action Force comic, which was one kind of, you know, continuity, a Larry Hammer reprint, which was another continuity that they tried to force into it, and then the, co- the cartoon, which had nothing to do with any of it and was just, you know, like all over the place, and then the file cards, which all differed dramatically. And it was just, honestly, it was such a minefield growing up in the UK with this stuff because... Multiple sure was- canon it was just all over the place wasn't it it was like it it was no quick question
0: quick question was there a a definite split between growing up do you think of gi joe fans who were either just the comic just the cartoon or just the toys or in general were gi joe fans fans of all of those mediums I no, say...
2: probably just the toys and the, the cartoon for a lot of people. I was going to say,
1: the, the more casual kind of connection would have been that, yeah, definitely seeing it on TV and um, buying toys based on that. Uh, comics would have been still, like, kids would be buying them and they would have been easier to get hold of back then anyway. Like, you know, they'd have been in uh, grocery stores and, like, you know, all sorts of... It wouldn't just be the comic shop that sells your comics. Because um, there yeah. was a
4: point where G.I. Joe was, like literally the number one selling toy the number one syndicated cartoon and the number one selling comic so yeah. so there was you know it was very big in it at its peak and i guess there would have been quite a lot of crossover between those threes but yeah the the cartoon and the and the figures would have been the more mass market components of that
1: You're spot on because they they also um advertised the comic as well and that was because they couldn't at the time advertise uh, the cart No, what was it? They couldn't they couldn't do they, they basically have to come up with a weight and the only advertising they could do was the comic uh, yeah, They were have- in
4: yeah in when they were advertising the toys They could only use so much animation and, yeah. and sort of non playing with the toys in a to- toyetic fashion So to make um to make it m- more fun and exciting they, they wanted to use as much animation as possible and they got round with that by by creating the adverts for the comics and then recycling some of that same footage to
1: I think you'd um, find that like just, uh, a lot of they'd, they'd probably all be buying it, all of those different things, and consuming it all in that way. But I think after a while, some people would be more comic, some people would be more cartoon, some people would not care. <laughs> so yeah, I think it would have been it would have, it was one of those things that would have morphed over time. I think.
0: Yeah, fair, fair. I mean, it I don't know why I where... never got into the cartoon. I don't know what what. Well, it wasn't
4: shown on terrestrial TV in the UK, so. Okay. It was, you know, days. a lot, yeah, a lot harder to to access, yeah, via VHS and certain satellite um, broadcasts. So it wasn't it never that 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 was one of the things that in the UK held it back from being quite as mainstream it was in the US with mm-hmm. the yeah. fact that we didn't get the, yeah, the the widespread. It's interesting
1: um, though because at the, the that first internet like the the first Hasbro, um, Hasbro UK kind of rebrand in eighty. 788 that was like the um at the time it was everywhere you go into walworth you go into like stores merchandise up the wazoo it wasn't like you'd have you know stuff in like you know boots you'd have like soap and you'd have like bath bubbles and also like flint was on everything tech uh, televipers were on everything crimson guard were on everything it was you couldn't move for seeing action force stuff in the uk for like a good solid two or three years stint um so it was it was massive and i think like you say if it had been on syndicated television it would have probably taken it through the roof and i don't don't know why it wasn't like i don't understand why it wasn't it it ended up on like cartoon network and it ended up on like another like um boomerang maybe like further down like in like the the latter stages of the whole thing so it's just it's really weird that we didn't get it on tv as kids
0: yeah. Now I know s jubs you'll probably say yes to this, but is G.I. Joe that line of uh, toys the greatest toy line ever made? How can it not be chief? Come on, buddy.
1: You're asking the wrong and right people at the same time. Yeah, there, correct. They, yeah. Really?
0: yeah. obviously, well, but objectively <laughs> can you say it is the greatest? <laughs>
4: objectively, I definitely can't say. <laughs> no.
0: Well, let's 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 boil
5: it down to its component elements. Let's talk about scale. Which scale is the perfect medium Where you have interplay between your protagonist, a fully poseable avatar of yourself that you can kind of imprint character into. He's big enough to pose. He's big enough to have conversations and things to happen to him and to react to things. But also at the same time, okay, excuse the different toy line. But I mean, (laughs) the scaling to vehicle works. It works. I mean, you, within this scale, you can get things as big as. The flag. A, a nominal hel- <laughs> aircraft carrier. Yeah, you know, it's not, not correctly, accurately real world scaled.
1: But it's not bad, though, is it really, when you think about you can,
5: it? <laughs> you can land a Sky Striker on the deck, okay? Yes. The play pattern is just. It is what you want to make of it. Take Transformers, for example. Scaling's all over the place. Yes, yeah, all the over the The play pattern. House. The play pattern doesn't ever sort of boil itself down to the, the unit, which is you, which is your placeholder. It's always about giant robots doing battle. I mean, where do you take that? How do you, how, how, how do you ensure longevity of that? G.I. Joe has so many different permutations within its play pattern. And the, the world building is so great. You know, of course, you've got the, the heavy hitters, like a Defiant Launch Complex, a USS Flag, and a Terrodrome. To name but the, the you know the holy trinity but you've also got small dio pieces like a rifle range and a checkpoint alpha with a clipboard okay so at every level at every price point there is suspension of disbelief there's a narrative it cannot be beat it will never be beat yep. and it it took a decade as bombastic as the 80s to place that high watermark and it will never be surpassed, I don't think.
0: And because and if you compare it to a similar um, heavily pushed um, line, like the Kenner Star Wars line, um, which obviously sold very, very well. But when you look at the points of articulation, there's no comparison. I mean, it, it's... Yeah, the if mo- you want to talk about construction, I mean, G.I. Joe had the, the sweet spot. Yeah. You know, like durability
5: and posability without being too fiddly uh a lot could be said for modern construction surpassing that but then there are also people weighing in on the other side of the fence that say that modern construction does have some problems with it as well you know like it it, it's almost too much (laughs) i'm not one of those people but i'm just saying the naysayers the sort of the vintage purists would be like oh we don't need double jointed knees and we don't need wrists and we don't need this and we don't need that um but comparing it to star wars I'll say the thing that, that makes G.I. Joe stand on its own from Star Wars is the fact that uh, these are characters that are not dependent on a blockbuster film. And I know that might sound odd, but like who of us enjoyed adventuring as like the holy trilogy, the holy trinity, sorry, of like Luke, Leo or Han? Like who kind of really inhabited those characters? I think G.I. Joe gave you so many more colourful characters to kind of imprint on. It's very difficult to take the protagonists of Star Wars and like embody them. Mm. That's why I gravitated towards the bounty hunters. You know their stories were unwritten. Dengo. But with yeah. <laughs> yeah, you like diaper face? Just
1: diaper literally
2: head? wrap myself up in some toilet roll and there I am, done.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Chief can't
2: see him in Return of the Jedi. I just cannot see him. He's oh, there, dude. Did, we I did that watch along.
0: Off. We did that watch along on the other week, and um, just you kept saying. Dengar oh, the it. faceless
1: master. <laughs> yeah.
0: Bosk is in there too, Chief. Deep, yeah. deep, deep background. Bosk is? is in there. Boss. Right. Yeah, I just couldn't see him, just couldn't see him. Um no, I think I think that is a one hundred percent valid uh, viewpoint and opinion and kind of sums up the you know, G.I. Joe's place in, in history as a fantastic IP that has stood the test of time. No other kind of Pop culture franchises lasted that long in terms of cr- still cranking out stuff of, of consistently good quality. Talking so, like, Joe's
1: getting there, mate. Don't worry about it; it'll it'll get there. <laughs> um, Episode so, yeah,
0: seven hundred, jingle for billion. Um, that is a a I think a great um, summation and a, a great way to potentially close out the show. I know um, hey, it's a Scout Walker the, the fan back the Scout Bear Walker. There he is. Yeah. Now, how are you spelling his He's middle name, Bear? Is it B-E-A-R? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it's B-E-E-R.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ironically, oh.
5: Bear in Afrikaans. Oh, right, Brilliant. there you go. That's what I meant,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, the fam is back for me. Yeah. Well, no, this is good because um, we're, we're wrapping up now anyway. Um, it's been good. Yeah, it's been, boy. You've got it's a future been, in podcasting ahead of you, young man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not for eating. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> this is great radio
5: guys yeah, <laughs> Assu- yeah. assuming that people are actually listening to this and not watching it
0: yes yeah. yes um no that's cool that's been a uh, big thanks to everyone for taking time out to jump on here for a couple of hours on everyone's busy schedules s Jubs needs to get drunk and go to bed uh diagnostic probably got more editing to do marky yep. mark's got family stuff on ben is playing with the scout and the chief probably is going to do some skeletal trick maybe or some, I don't know, make some diorama. Some retro
1: gaming. Yeah. That's, what That's what I'm playing. playing.
0: I'm just about to start <laughs> resonating. Or you'll be
5: failing.
1: In uh, the uh, power. Uh, no, not. Not. In the shower. Who's in
0: the rages. Whatever. Whatever. Um, listen. Um, big shout out to everyone again. Thank you very much for jumping on this. Thanks to the listeners. If we didn't get to your questions, apologies, uh, but we just got caught up in the fun of chatting to each other. There's only so, two um, left.
1: There's only yeah. two left.
0: Oh, that's Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, just take around. it personally. But... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Qu- um, quickly
1: then. Quickly. What? Which comic story? The Geo you... Quiz. Pub Quiz. <laughs> it's Pub Quiz. Pub Quiz question forty. <laughs> Which comic story arc do you think would translate the best to film? Mm.
5: G.I. Joe Cobra. Mm. Yeah. Next. So, yeah, Cobra,
1: yeah. Um, who is the definitive G.I. Joe comic book artist on interiors? And if you say Wildman, quit podcasting forever.
5: <laughs> Wildman? <laughs> that was my introduction to
0: G.I. Joe. Come on. Um, um, my is probably Rod Wiggum. Wiggum. Oh, God, me, what's his name? Sure. Trimpy for me. Bright. Oh, it might be, yeah, good choice. Good choice. That's, the, there you go.
5: Do you remember any artists Ben? I I do do not. No Action Force UK artists? Come on guys. Well if we're
1: talking Action Force, well, this is GI Joe comics, isn't it? But Action Force, I would have to say uh, Kev Hopgood for me. I love Kev Hopgood. Kev Hopgood is just... And Jeff
0: Senior. Brilliant. Um, And Vanyo for me.
1: Oh, Vanyo! Battle Action Force, baby! Uh, Nice, it's a three-way split. You guys can have it. You can have each.
0: And finally...
1: Oh, actually, no, that's it. That was it, yeah. That was oh. the two questions.
0: Good, good, very good. Um, We've been talking Joe. And we're all out of Joe's. Catch <laughs> <I> us <just, laughs> next, next week. Uh, episode, <laughs> issue, uh, no, I can't even, what's the word? Episode, episode 101. 101. We're covering, Mark, what what issues are we covering? It's I can't remember. Something like
4: two, f- 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 five, yeah, them.
0: four. Yeah, issues. Two, two five, five three
5: and two, five,
0: four. Thank you. Two, five, four <laughs> and two, five, five. What? Yeah, I think that's right. 4 4 Whatever. and 5 5. You're right. not even listening anymore, S Jubs. 4, um,
1: five, four five, Oh, you five. cut me
0: deep. Of course I'm listening. Shit. Right. Um, we've been talking Joe, and we're all out of Joe's. It's all settled. Later. Yeah, we'll catch you See down later, the road. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bye. Um, wicked.